Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. So listen, first let me say to the audience, to you, because all y'all know how busy I am. And right. I supposed to have called you weeks ago. Yeah, 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 weeks ago. It's weeks all good. ago. And a lot of people don't know, like, I get tired. Sometimes, you know, I got kids, so that's a distraction. Right, right. You know, I, believe it or not, I have been sick for the last um, week or so. I was in Miami. Yeah. for the first time in my career, I got sick on stage. And I was sick right before I went on. And I, I had a vomit, had an upset stomach. I didn't know what the hell was happening. Damn. And it's going on, it was going on two weeks. I feel better now. I feel strong. And then we lost a fellow comedian named David Arnold, and mm. he's such a—he was such a nice guy. He had just bought his first Porsche, and he had worked hard his whole career, and he didn't have that car a month, and he passed away. Wow! And that's that, yeah, that's like a little toll. Yeah, comedian. Yeah, you get a chance to the fans listening. Um, go on his IG, David Arnold. He was just a good dude. He was homeless for years and. Walked wow. back and forth on Sunset to get his start, and boom, you know, he put 10, I mean, he had to put like 20, 25 years in, but he was finally getting his break. Right. And wow. it goes to show you, man, see, death is undefeated. Yeah, it is, death, man. You know? And speaking and of death, I, I just, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm listening. Oh, no, I was going to say, speaking of death, I just lost a, um, an auntie last month. Mm-hmm. Prior prior to her, shit, I can't even keep count. I want to say about four or five other family members in the past uh, 12 months. Right. And that's sad. Uh, and here, guarantee you most of it was health, correct? Uh, let me see. Yep, yep. Like nobody got shot. Nobody got murdered. One, uh, well, one person, we're not we're not too sure. But, most, but, but for the other ones, yeah, it was uh, more health reasons. Because what I want to tell everybody that nobody, some people listen to me and some people do it too late. The most important thing to do is get health insurance that you can go to the doctor at least every three months. Right, and get a checkup. To get your, check your high blood pressure, check your cholesterol. Get everything checked out if you got insurance. Right. The paper now, if you don't have insurance, then you truly gotta eat right. You gotta eat a lot of vegetables. You gotta drink a lot of water. And you have to eat a lot of fruit if you don't have insurance. And you gotta walk a lot. Right. Yeah. These things are important, people. Hmm? Take care of your body, you know? Yeah. You got self love. Right. So even if you're mo- even if you don't have money, you still can do it. You, you can you can if you go to get McDonald's or burgers, that same six seven dollar can get you four apples. Can get you a lot of fruit at the supermarket. Mhm. I sure can. And I know it's hard because we've been programmed all our lives to eat this way, but right. you really like living like I do. Yeah, you could you you you'll do your research for sure. 
Yes. And I post a lot of stuff now on my Instagram because, you know, we see a lot of people being, you know, sometimes you don't even know why your day is upset. Sometimes you don't even know why you're mad or irritated. And it's the stuff we look at all day on social media. Right. And what I found out is most of us follow the wrong people. Right? We follow the wrong people. Yeah, most of the yeah. time we're seeing most of the time we're seeing something stupid, a prank. We're seeing somebody doing something we we're seeing people just dancing, being goofy. That's not real life. You know, it's good to look at it every now and then, but it's not real life. Right. And I was telling somebody and I was watching this article about what China has done to the world and nobody and everybody missed it. You know, they control the algorithm on social media, especially on TikTok. And what they do in China is that um, what they let the people over there see is math competitions. What they see is karate tournaments. What they show is achievements to their culture, to the youth. Right. Over here, they let you see dancing, the girls dancing with each other. Um, Kids playing pranks on their parents. Fights. People getting shot. That's what we see. So people grow up. The kids are going to grow up thinking this is the way of life. And so I said to myself, this is months ago now, I said, everybody has to start changing who they follow. Like a lot of a lot of a lot of naked women get a lot of views, and that's not what you should be doing. Like, I would never tell a female not to show a body if that's what she wants to do. Right. What I'm trying to tell men is stop following women that show their bodies on Instagram. Stop following women if you want that girl to be your girl. If you want that girl to be in your life, why would you date a woman that's showing her ass on Instagram? Right. Now, when you're with her, because like, if that's your girl, you're going to have to tell her, babe, listen, I love you so much. You shouldn't be showing your body. Right. So everybody can see it. And you know what she's going to say? Oh, I was doing this before I met you. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. That's why and you And you know can. what? I, I, got a, I got a story to tell. So uh, okay. my cousin, she's actually one of those girls. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, she's, she's been involved in the sex trafficking game and all that, you know, stuff like that. And so right. when, she, when she met uh, her man, who is now her husband now, they would argue back and forth. And I used to live with him, so I used to hear these arguments mm-hmm. all the time. And he would be like, look, babe, I'm tired of you showing your body, you know, having a home fan, doing this and that. She was like, well, I told you this is what I do when, when we met, and you said you was cool with it. So why are you tripping? Right. And so now the situation is still the same. They still married through the grace of God, but that man, that man is horrible. He feels horrible. Yeah. Trust me. He does. Mm-hmm. He deals with it because she's probably a pretty girl. And he's dealing with it. And I don't wish that on no man. No, none. None. So, ladies and gentlemen, you heard what was on my mind today. And this is the TK Kirkland Podcast. We're here talking to this young man because this is what it's about. It's really about him. So talk to us, family. Tell us what's going on. Well, uh, first and foremost, you know, my name is Michael, Michael Crenshaw. Uh, no, I'm not from L.A. because every time people hear 
my last name is Crenshaw. They asked me if I'm from L.A. I'm That's from Sacramento. <laughs> I'm from Sacramento, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'm 20 years old. I'll be 21 okay. next month in October. Okay. I currently work, currently work security. So other than that, um, I'm, let me see. I'm studying right now to be a real estate agent. Oh, cool. On top of that, uh, I've just released a signed an email and everything for a, a background check to be a, a correctional officer. Wow. So I, passed, okay. I, I passed the exam and all that stuff you got to do. Now it's just a background check. I don't have nothing on my record, so I should be good. Right. But I know it's a long process to be a CO. So. Okay. That's what I got going on in my life right now. Now on your DM, what's on your mind? What's happening? Yeah, no, uh, I had saw one of your posts uh, that said something about the uh, your product. It was a uh, it was a jacket that said "Who raised you?" or a sweater right. that said "Who raised you?" And I looked at it, and I was like, "That should look kind of tight." Who raised you? Because I, cause mm-hmm. I also saw saw an interview with you in the Breakfast Club, and you're talking about it also. Right. So, so that just made me. I was like, "Cool, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna hit him up and see if I can purchase this." And so. Yeah. So what was you saying? Hold on, second. Let me see. This is what up, TK. I wanted to reach out to you because I was hoping to talk to you about some things. I wanted to ask you to get some advice on how to deal with not feeling like a man. Because for one, often I tease a lot about not doing or knowing how to do manly things, such as knowing about cars, not knowing about shit about tools, not knowing how to react in a manly manner, et cetera. Because for one, I've had I've not had a father figure who who know pops was never around. Um. It's always been mom, auntie, and grandma. So, like, I have to. I, I, so, like, I know how to treat a woman. Know about, but there is some stuff that I'm lacking, and I want to better myself as a man for my woman, just in general. That's you, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's me. I, I, I do remember sending that text message. Damn, that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, that was a while ago. Mm-hmm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I uh, that was in June. Yeah, June. Of no, June yeah, 21. Yeah. That's just oh, yeah, that's a long time ago. I'm just reading that motherfucker, yo. <laughs> it's all good. No, I'm just... Yeah, uh, so how did you work... How did you... So did you manage to figure that out? Well, um, honestly, yes and no. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, like I said in the text messages, you know, I've never had a, a father figure to really show me the route on how to be mm-hmm. a man, how to do this and this and that, how to work on cars, what what different tools there is, you know, how to work work on your uh, stuff in the house, stuff like that, how to talk, how to walk as a man. And right. So, that's just, that's so you think you walk like a woman? Nah, hell no. Nah. Oh, okay, just, okay. You know, you just, how do I explain it? Walk, okay, you walk like a man, and then below that, you walk, I guess, like a... Like 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 you feel a little boy, I guess. Oh, yeah, you feel like a little boy. Sometimes. Okay, all right, but you know, no disrespect, family. I want you to listen, and to all the young men around the world, take your time growing up. It's okay to feel like a young boy. It's okay to go play basketball, go get on your skateboard. But still be responsible, like what you like you're doing. You're not in college, so right. you, you 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 you're a security guard at 21. 
you studied to be CO. You took the exam. Like, I don't really see you lose that life. You don't have no children, right? No, nah, no children. Right uh, now, I, I, I currently take care of my mom and my little brother. Yeah, that's okay. You're like, you win the family. Just just take your time. Help your mom out, especially if she's a good person. You know, be a leader for your brother. Um, Like I said, at, in your age, follow good people on your Instagram so you don't get caught up in how the rest of this world moves in life. Don't right. get caught up in material things. Don't you know get what? caught up in fat asses and women with big right. titties and long hair unless they have substance. Let me say to you what that means. I always tell people when you sit down on a date, and you guys start talking. Oh, how are you? Where are you from? What do you do? You got to have accomplishments. Remember that. Right. You got to have accomplishments. You want to hear that the person that's sitting across from you or you're on the phone with is achieving things in life. Right. They have to be achieving shit because if you're achieving, and they're not achieving, well, that's the anchor. That person's going to hold you back. Right. Now, if you're not strong enough, like your your friend who dated to your cousin, see, that's hurting him. But he's hanging on. In actuality, he should let that go. Right. And people do it every day because they think with their heart. Right. Not with their mind. Not with their mind. And I'm so glad I got you at 21. This this is out of all the interviews I do. Right. This one here is the best one because of your age. Because right. when I travel the world and I'm walking in China and I'm in London or Paris, it's the young people that roll up on me. When I'm in Mexico, it's the young kids walking up on me. Calling me uncle, Uncle PK. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call me, yo, Uncle PK. And it, it feels good. Now, don't get me wrong; all age groups are listening. But I'm getting you guys at that age before you you go out there and have a baby with the wrong woman, and now your life is semi miserable for the rest of your life. I'm getting you at an age that you know you I could prevent some mistakes. Right. And that is so important to me because I don't want you to make any mistakes. You you might make one or two, but you won't make as many if you didn't hear me. So, so you were listening to my podcast for a while, right? Uh, not not necessarily for a while. Uh, uh-huh. I've I've listened to a few of them. I've seen a few of the inter- like I think maybe one or two of the interviews that yeah. you did with Breakfast Club. Okay. And I think, yeah, I think that was about it. So, so basically, you found out about me on Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah, I found out about you on the Breakfast Club. Wow, so you like something that I said on there? Yeah, that led you to my Instagram. See, because I'm thinking that you heard my podcast, but you just listened to me on. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, I I think what you said on there that uh, really caught my attention was. 
I, I can't I can't fully remember, but I think it was something about how how to treat a woman. It was either something about a woman or something about how to be a man. It was one of them. I can't remember. Okay. It was a long time. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, it's a, I totally believe in treating a woman with the utmost respect, but you got to be able to read a female. You'll be able to do that as you get older. Right. Stay away from women who use a lot of profanity. Stay away from women who might smoke a lot. Stay away, stay away from women who got children. Uh, and, that, and let me explain to the ladies who just got upset. Because I know <laughs> some female just got upset. See, I think it's wrong in life that a woman will go have a kid with this person or that person. Put the kid to school. The baby daddy doesn't pay child support, right? Yeah. Some baby daddies don't even come see their kid, right? But this female will meet this new guy. And because he's attracted to her, because he likes her, all her mistakes fall on him. Right. Now, if she does captivate his mind, his interests, he's doing what he can. He's paying bills. He's, he's helping her. And he gets the title of, wow, to, his, to her friend. Oh, he's a real man. But he's a real man because he pays the bills. Right. But as soon as he can't pay a bill, nigga, you ain't shit. You got to go. You don't help me. Right. So I tell men, prevent getting in them situations. That's my point. I'd rather for a man to find a woman single and you're going to have a family together then going into a ready-made family, unless, and to the ladies who are listening, and to the guys who are listening, unless she is truly an amazing person. What? Then, take your shot. And to the people who are listening, let me explain to you who I say that. I'm in my 60s, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not a child. And that's crazy, too, because you don't look like you're 60 at all. Uh, thank you, sir. Yeah, I'm in my 60s. So I, see, I see the world different than most, mostly everybody. I see the world different. I know things. So when you see OGs and you see your elders, your grandparents, and other people who are maybe 40 years older than you, they know something. They've seen it with their own eyes. You cannot ignore them. The universe has put elders here to teach young people what to do and what not to do, but everybody's trying to do this on their own. Right. And you got to listen to somebody who has experienced it or have seen it, who has seen it. Like, why would you ignore a person that knows what the fucking outcome will be? That don't make no sense for right. you to still do it and then come back and say, I should have listened to you. Right. You, know how much, you know how many times I hear that? <clears throat> I should have listened to you. You were so right. And all you had to do was just fucking listen. Mm-hmm. 
That's my point. And then I shake my head. I got I got a lot of people from my podcast who I talked to that hit me back later and be almost crying. TK, you was right. Oh my god! And I and I, I curse them out. Like motherfucker, I told you. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I curse their ass out. Nigga, I told you. What the fuck, yo? Right. And then now they got to live with it. And my job, I told everybody, see, I know my purpose on earth. And by me knowing my purpose, I have the advantage of everybody walking the street. Because I know what I'm here to do. And I'm here to help people and change lives. So we walking with that and having that strength in my heart. I wake up good every day. Like, I feel amazing. And I want you to win, fam. So uh, when you get your CEO um, job, because you're going to get it, I want you to start taking karate. You said karate? Yep. I want you to take karate. And let me tell you why. Because when you start taking karate, when you go into your 30s, you're going to be growing. Right. And you're going to want to start your own security firm. Right. You'll still work CEO in the jails. You'll still start your security system. You'll make connections as you grow in this business. Make sure you always shake hands. Make sure you always look at the person in the eye. Make right. sure you always don't have no enemies if you can. Mm-hmm. And don't tell nobody your plan. Keep it to yourself. So now you're going to learn karate. You're going to start getting your license to start your own company. And now the people who work CO in the jails, now somewhere down the line, you can hire them to work for you for your security firm. And you can uh, uh, um, not rent them out, outsource them to other companies in the area. Right. And then who knows where it'll grow from there because you're only 21, which is excellent. I'm really happy that I'm on the phone with you. Appreciate it. This is, this is, this is, this, it was meant to be for for me to call you today. (laughs) Yeah. Because like I said, when I read, I didn't even read, I didn't even look at the year you reached up to. You reached up to me in June of 2021. Yeah. Yeah. That was a while ago. (laughs) 2021. I'm just now seeing that. And to everybody else who DMs me, trust me, I'm going to see it eventually. And I hope by the time I call you, you have made the right decision or you're going to live with your decision. I did a, a call not too long ago with a gentleman who had got shot. He couldn't see... And his girl reached out to me because he was dying. And his dream was that he wanted to talk to his favorite comedian. Mm-hmm. And I was able to talk to him. He, he died, um, I think, two weeks ago, maybe three mm-hmm. weeks ago. But these are the um, stories and things I deal with behind the scenes that a lot of people don't know about. You know, it may not be on a, well, it is on a national scale. You know, it may not be on TV or anything like that, but
but I truly um, change lives with what I do with this um, podcast. podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even like I said, when even when I do Vlad, man, even when I do the Breakfast Club, I mean, you found out about me. So these are things that I like. These are things right. that I truly like, you know. So now you live in Sacramento. Uh-huh. Yeah, born and raised? Born and raised. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that's what that's what I like to hear. And Still living in, in Sacramento. Well, I, now I live in Folsom, which is a little farther from Sacramento, like maybe. Is it like Folsom Prison? They're Folsom Prison? The, that is a prison I went. I applied to, yeah. But uh, Folsom Prison is 15 minutes away from where I live, actually. Uh-huh. Right. And so, you know, so I just applied to there. My father, uh, he is a prisoner. He's an inmate at Mule Creek. And so uh, I wasn't able to apply there. And I really mm-hmm. wish I could have because I've got some friends who are now CEOs or some friends mm-hmm. who have brothers, older brothers who are CEOs that work there. Right. So, and another thing, too, I want to say is I, I notice a lot of young people, what they do is they they listen to people who uh, tell them that they shouldn't, like they, sh- they shouldn't do this and this and that. Okay. For instance, uh, one of my cousins, he also wanted to be a CEO. Mm-hmm. And the reason why he stopped being and didn't want to be a CEO no more was because he had he has a lot of so-called friends that will call him a snitch, this and this and that. Wow. About what people think of you, what people's opinions are. Because at the end of the day, that same person that's telling you not to be a CEO because he's going to look at you as a snitch. You're going to be making $30 an hour when when he's still probably going to be struggling. That same right. snitch is going to be telling, is going to be struggling. Right. So that's don't let horrible, people put man. you down on your dreams and whatever you want to do. So true. You no, know, my first job was McDonald's. My second job, I went to, uh, I went to a trading school called Sacramento Job Corps. And it was it was um, a lot of kids there didn't appreciate it. And the reason why mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate it was because Sacramento Job Corps you get free free trading school, you get free food. If you're homeless or you don't have income, you can live there. And I believe you also get uh, like a college scholarship or something like that. I don't, I don't remember. And, like and if you go where? If you do what? It's, it's called it's called Job Corps. It's okay, Job I've heard Corps. of that. I've heard of that. Yep. And so I went there for 18 months, graduated. And when you graduate, you get you leave with a two thousand dollar check. If okay, you, if you leave there with your uh, license, uh, high school, and trade school certificate. So okay, you gotta get, leave with those three things to get the two thousand dollar check. If you leave with just your high school or just one thing, I believe it's there's only five hundred or a thousand dollars. But not only does it help you in that area. When you're inside of the dorms, it teaches you a lot of discipline because the age group is from 16 to 24. So right. you'll be sometimes roomed up with a, a 16-year-old and then yourself and then a 20-year-old and then an 18-year-old. And mind you how I said about those ages, that 16-year-old is probably going to be super fucking mature, uh, immature. Right. So we had, uh, we had dorm cleanups every Monday. Mm-hmm. If you had a roommate that didn't want to clean, you chew his ass out. That's right. 
no? A roommate that didn't want to take a shower. I had a roommate that didn't want to take a shower. Get and the fuck out of here. Because he wouldn't, because he stunk like shit. And we, and we both had basketball practice together. We're still friends to this day. But we both, we, we, we would go to basketball practice together. He would come back to his dorm, sweating, stinky, and just lay in the bed, go to sleep, wouldn't even take a shower. Wow. So, you know, teaches you a lot of discipline being in there. Let me ask you a question. Does he take a yeah. shower now? Shit, I don't know. I don't, I don't live with him no more. What do you think? Do you think? Do you think he got better is what I'm saying? I'm, I, I think he got better. I would hope he got better. But, yeah, it's definitely know, who of, raised you in life, yo. Yeah. A lot of people that go to Job Corps, they don't take it for granted like they should. You know, you right. trade school. Uh, the one at Sacramento Job Corps offers uh, cement training, uh, plastering, CNA, security, facilities maintenance. And what wow. you what you and what you do is when you when you get done and you get certified, you already have like a year or two of experience. So right. let's say let's say you oh they also have carpentry. So let's say you take carpentry for for a year or two, you get out, get your certificate, now you can use that as a resume and join the union. Mhm. So that's what some of my uh partners did that I that I hung around with over there. And, I know, like that, man. It's amazing. I forgot about Job Corps. Yeah, you just got to take advantage of forgot about it. It's and really a great thing for the youth. Yeah. And another thing there is, um, besides Job Corps, it's called CCC, California Conservation Corps. Okay. Do, I, was, I was also enrolled in there, too. Yeah. It gives, uh, I believe it's a $2,000 check every month. It might have went up. Um, but... They have different uh, stuff you can take in there too. For me, wait, I wait, took, wait! They get two thousand a month. Two thousand a month, yeah. For for what? Why? Well, what they do over there, it's like it's it's kind of the same thing as Job Corps, except for they don't offer free food and a place to live. They mm-hmm. offer you um, you, you can you could learn the basics of an electrician, which is what I took. That's the route I took. Or you can learn the basics of uh, culinary, or you can learn the basics of um, being a uh, fire fighter fighter. Mm-hmm. You know, they have they have other stuff too that you can learn, and so you enroll yourself, and, and it's it's real military based. Like you gotta wear you gotta wear a uniform, you gotta crease it up, you have to um, walk in a single file line, stuff like that. And you know, like I said, that all increases your discipline and, and et cetera. And so. Yeah, we need also, They also have something called, uh, I want to say it's called, it's it's called an emergency. So basically, when you enroll yourself in that program, they're going to tell you about these emergencies. And I don't know if you guys remember about two, three years ago, we had fires spread all around the world. And so uh, when those happen, when those type of emergencies happen, they'll call CCC. CCC will send out a crew. I was I was on the crew myself, and so what we did was we went out to where the fire was happening. We helped the firefighters, so that means you get some experience in firefighters. And then uh, we also built fences. It was rough, too, because we were in the middle of the woods and for two weeks with nasty-ass food, and we had to be in tents, and I had an asshole supervisor, too, so that didn't help. Right. But, 
but you know, it's all about taking the opportunities that are given to you. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, when I hear what you're saying, right? Can you say that again? Oh, when I'm, li- I'm listening to what you're telling me. Uh huh. All these young motherfuckers need that shit. These kids are here doing this smash and grab and all the mm-hmm. dumb shit. Yeah. Because in 1978, they, the world changed and they stopped the draft. Right. See? They stopped the draft one year before I turned 18. Mm. Sure did. And it was a game changer. Because who knows what my life would have turned out if they still were drafting people. You feel me? Right. But you got all these kids with all this fucking free time just hanging around, not doing nothing. So how did you get your inspiration? How, what motivates you? Um, what motivated me was more on a personal level. Uh, when I was, I think I was 15, in 2016, my my grandfather had uh, passed away. Mm-hmm. And before he passed away a few years, maybe two years before, you know, he had, he had me make him a promise. Uh, he had, one second. And so prior to him passing away, he had uh, pretty much made me make him a promise mm. that that I'll make something of myself in life. And so when he passed away, you know, that was my inspiration to make something of myself in life. And so here and I am. And what made you find Job Corps? Because that's not on everybody's mind. So how did you find that? How did I find Job Corps? Uh, one of my aunties went to Job Corps when she was younger, and she told me about it. And it took me a year to say, okay, fuck it, I'm going I'm to join Job Corps, see what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So I joined Job Corps, see what it was all about, and shit, I liked it from there. And not only do they offer those things, um, I don't know if it's like this for all Job Corps sites, but for the site at Sacramento, you get um, you have a recreational room. And in that rec room, you have the gym, the weights and all that. You have the basketball gym. You can actually join the basketball team. And they have um, they have bands, so if you want to learn how to do piano, any of that extra shit, you can do that. They have theater. They have a movie wow. room. You can go watch movies. You don't got to pay no extra money to go to a movie theater. You know? I'm going to yep. stop promoting this in my stand-up and everywhere I go because... Yeah. It's, it's real good to join. Local you know? people need to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a, lot, a lot of kids, a lot of people don't um, take an opportunity to join that. Right. And they think, you know, they think, oh, man, my friend told me I shouldn't do this. I'm not going to do it because of what my friend or somebody thinks of me. You know? Yeah, because these stop kids, they will titles take on yourself. Say it again? People, I was saying, stop putting titles on yourself. That's what a lot of people do. They put titles on themselves. And those titles right. hold you down, hold you back. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a beautiful. You just saved a lot of people's lives, fam. I'm just letting you know. And you keep doing what you're doing because you are truly on the right path. And I want to thank your father, your granddad for um, making you keep your word. Right. And you're keeping your word. And I hope that the universe will reward you with everything that you got coming in. Because it sounds like you got a good head on your shoulders. Because most of the people in your age group are fools. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry Martin. to say that. <laughs> yeah, they fooled y'all. But make sure you hook up when you start really dating. Right. 
make sure you hook up with a woman that has the same ambition as you. Same, amb- same ambition. You hear me? I hear you. I don't give a fuck about how fine she looks. Remember that. Now, don't get me wrong. she got to be attractive. I'm with you fucking with the ugly bitch. <laughs> she still got to be attractive, but there's attractive women that got their shit together. Yeah. Yes, the fuck they do. I've seen them. They got their shit together. You do your thing. Now, ladies and gentlemen, listen, I'm going to tell you some top secret shit this week. This week, you go catch me in East Rutherford, New Jersey. At Bananas Comedy Club is at the Renaissance Hotel in East Rutherford, New Jersey. I'm also going to be on Blad TV starting next Monday, but we filmed this Friday in oh, New Black York TV? City. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be on Blad again. Yeah, me and Blad yeah. tight. Um, we'll record Saturday, I mean Friday afternoon. Then Friday morning, 9 a.m. when you wake up. You're going to catch T.K. Kirkland on The Breakfast Club with me, Charlemagne the God, Angela E. and DJ Envy. Trust me. It's going to be a great. I thought they had discontinued The Breakfast Club, or is that just one of new things? Yeah, they still don't. The only thing that happened is that Angela got a a promotion. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh She's going to have her own show. Which is great for me because now I get to go on her show too. Right, right. Because I'm about to retire soon. Okay. And over the next few years, I want to be on everything. Right. And then I'm going to fall, slide on back until. Right. I might do shows once in a while. Okay. But it won't be like how I'm rolling now. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna take. Believe it or not, but I'm gonna take karate. You want to take my karate? My whole ass. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take karate. You know, I don't out. feel my age. Like, man, like I'm happy. I I walk twenty twenty five miles a week. I work out on top of that. I'm eating candy now, but I know I don't eat candy a lot. Right. You know, my kids are doing well. Everybody's happy. I pray a lot. Yeah, that's good. And I'm helping people out like you. You keep the minds right and sharp. Like, it's a blessing. But, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, listen. Out of all the years I've been doing this podcast, I forgot about Job Corps. So to all my grown-up, grown-up, family members. Let's start talking to the kids and getting them to join job court in your area. It can change their life. Because sure we need it. You see you see the news? You see how these motherfuckers is reckless? Yep. Y'all see what's going on? You see what's going on. You can't pretend that it doesn't exist. You see it. Crime rate up like a motherfucker. Well, as I was growing, they said it takes a village to raise a family. To raise a family. Yep. So everybody got to do their part. Stop looking the other way. You see somebody, mm-hmm. yo, tell them to join Job Corps. And what's the other thing to look for, too, young man? Uh, called the California Conservation Corps. California Conservation Corps? Corps, yep. Or it might be Corps. 
Corpse. Okay, corpse. C-O-R-P-A. Okay. Cal- yeah. California Conservation Corps. Yep. Conservation. Conservation. Yep. And see if that's in your area, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening. And if people who are listening want some more advice or some more knowledge in the Sacramento Job Corps area or the California Conservation Corps area, you can hit me up on my Instagram, nlb.crenshaw. You don't got to follow me. Just hit me up on there, Mm -hmm. nlb.crenshaw. That's right. Let's do this, ladies and gentlemen. I think we've got something here. We could change some people's lives and save them from either going to prison or dead. Yep. And like Mr. Crenshaw said to the young men who are listening, don't listen to your friends who are going to tell you how to live the rest of your life. Because guess what? In 20 years from now, they'll either be dead or in prison, or you may not even know them. Yep. And that's a fact. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkman Podcast. Bananas. East Rutherford, New Jersey, September 15th through the 18th at the Renaissance Hotel. Check me out on The Breakfast Club. Friday should be coming out on Monday. And also check me out on Vlad TV. New episodes coming. And also, we don't do nothing else. Always follow me at TK underscore Kirkland, K-I-R-K-L-A-N-D. And hopefully one day we'll meet. And if you ever get in trouble, Take the time to think and say, what would TK do? And I guarantee it, you, you'll do the right thing. This is the TK Kirkland Podcast. Mr. Crenshaw, yes, I want to salute you Thank for you. your decision-making. I want to salute you to be 21 and got your shit together. <laughs> I am so motherfucking happy to have a conversation on this show, that somebody's doing the right motherfucking thing. Man, I salute you, my man. Appreciate Keep it. winning, okay? Yeah, for sure. You, you be smooth. Okay, take care of yourself. All right. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.